All right. Welcome back to Hogo. Super producer Jeremy Beam. Was that Dave? After this yeah, show, Dave. we need him today for the for the pull-ups on the screen. He's already gone. He's helping Scotty, but yeah, he's you considering left? him gone. Well, he's supposed to fade us out on the intro. Yeah, I watched <laughs> it a little long. <laughs> he's already gone mentally. Why not fire him? It was like, you know when you watch Fresh Prince when you were a kid, and sometimes they would play the long intro, and they added a whole oh, other yeah. verse to the song, but again, that verse sucked. They cut it for a reason. Um, I, I always liked that um, as a kid. like You get home from school, the run was like, yes, dear, home improvement. Uh, you know. Yes, that dear. Was, Yes, Dear was a good show. I never watched it. As far as I've sitcoms go? Sure, like, hey, I'm not knocking it. Just, as far as like garbage ABC like I, I just syndicated hate that shows. Yes, Dear thing. Like old guys who say, you want a successful marriage? Say yes, dear. Happy wife is a happy life. Um, you know, it's classic like bullshit sitcom where like the woman was in charge and the guy's just a goof who can't help himself. Like Raymond and Tim Allen. Yeah. It's Homer like, Simpson. Hey, forget that you're all stay-at-home wives, you ungrateful bitches. Yeah, you think you're so smart. You think you're so smart? You think you're you're like Dave over here? You get your hubris. You flew too close to the sun, Icarus, and now uh, and now you're falling. But um, no, but they would play the short intro, like Home Improvements, dan, 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 like, dan. yeah, and then and just... then show the logo, and then but then I was like, wait, the show's the same length. This was recorded 12 years ago. Extra <laughs> like, commercial. Yeah, I was like, you sons of bitches, bastard. You slipped another Home Depot ad in there. You fucking got me, and you you made me stoked for it for like a year. You were happy about the shortened intro? Yeah, because you don't have to watch. You're like, I've seen this intro two hundred times. Like it's it's like uh, when you're watching when you're binging like The Sopranos or The Wire. You're like, I know, I get it. No, I just I, start the show. I have this weird thing where for those two shows, I've never once skipped the intro. I can't do it. Well, they also The Sopranos. I fucking hate the most. I don't know if it's Sopranos did it first. Probably, I think yeah. Um, where they did those like ridiculous like artsy big intros, super long. Yes, I've been watching. Well. I've been watching Succession, and they because they people have gotten rid of the long intro, but Succession is going hard on the long intro. Breaking Bad was great, just Breaking Bad. Yeah, um, well, Carnival Row. I started watching that, and like Westworld is the same, where it's like three and a half minutes. I'm like, suck my dick. I want to watch the show. Hurry up. I've even like out of like uh, like gumption, just not gumption. What's the principle? Principle. Yeah. Just like halfway through the intro. I click forward on my Apple TV. I hit the 10 seconds forward like 12 times, and the intro's still playing. I go, I'm watching something else. Fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even want to watch this. Any- you soured me. You like, you know, like when you bring people in to do like a, uh, like a focus group, and you do, fo- I read this thing. They did a focus group, but they got two groups of people, um, and half of them, like the second focus group, they told everybody, like they complimented their looks before they went in. They primed them, and the, the averages were like way through the roof. It wasn't just like, <laughs> They're just all of a sudden super cocky. Yeah, so no, these just you just you primer people, you know what I mean? Negatively or positively. Yeah, that no, I like that move. I when I go to concerts with my lady, she basically just grabs my hand and we run through to the front. But on the way, you've met her, she's nice and she'll be like, Oh, cute coat. I like your earrings (laughs) on the way. So people are all pissed at first. Yeah. And then uh That's a solid move though. It's a great move. We always get very close and they look at her first. She's Five feet tall. Yeah, they see my dumbass come through. They're not so happy, but she's good. She's like, "Nice shoes, like your purse. You like the flaming lips too? All right, let's go." Yeah, that's great. But yeah, uh, yeah but when that, sh- that show intro is long, I'm just like, "Nope, I'm negatively primed." I've seen this episode twice, and I'm not gonna like it now. All right. I've been rewatching Deadwood, by the way. That's a fantastic show. Never seen it. It's on my list. I'm putting would, it down. You would love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm in it. Just the way they talk. They just they <laughs> the call. There's like a, the first episode of this Norwegian family gets killed, and they just call them squareheads. We're just squarehead girl, <laughs> um, amongst other slurs. I'm into it. I never... They call uh, Asian celestials. Okay, it's like a fun Western term for for uh, Oriental people. All right, I like squareheads. I'm Norwegian, so yeah, I'll take it. I'm offended, but Square, you know. no, but that's a fun one. Where you're like, oh yeah, yeah I forgot about. That. But also just the way people talk, like. I'd think it over twice to continue speaking to me that way. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's kind of. All right. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> no, we're just doing a fucking uh, cold opens. Ode to TV. Live from Hollywood. It's Tuesday night. Woo. Do we have that drop? No. We lost it. There we go. That'll work. Sure. All right. Um, you want to go? Yeah, I'd like to go. All right. What do you got? Well, uh, I got to give a quick gloves off. This one just came to me, actually. Um. Right before I left, I, wa- I was watching the intro to Game 1 of the World Series. Uh-huh. You know, they do like a little dramatic intro where they show both teams and yeah. 
walk-off home runs. But they did it this year where they had this rapper from Houston. Mm-hmm. I do not know his name. The camera shakes when they hit the home run? I, yeah. It? It's like I, don't, effects. I don't know this rapper's name, but he was just talking about the World Series and how much he loves the Houston Astros and how he compared his challenges of being a rapper to the baseball challenges. But then in between, they had Joe Buck calls. And I know we bashed Joe <laughs> Buck on the show before because everyone hates him. And if you haven't seen the Artie Lane... Like in between lyrics? In between, it was like, and he and Otuve hits home run, but they auto-tuned Joe Buck. So that's why Gloves Off. That's great. Is Joe Buck oh, is Travis the most... Scott? Joe Buck is the most boring announcer there is. And they just had him saying... Because he doesn't do, say anything funny. Yeah. He just goes, and he hit a two-run homer. Yeah. And they auto-tuned it. So that was just my quick Gloves Off. Um, that was a bad idea. I cut you off there, but um, you guys should look up the Artie Lang. Oh, yeah. I was trying to say, yeah. It was on, what was Joe Buck's show? It was just the Joe Buck Joe show? Joe Buck HBO show, YouTube it. It's, yeah. it's 20 <laughs> minutes of pure gold. He's, first and couple minutes is already like testing the water, and then he just starts like insulting him. He's like, your dad was a better announcer. And then the end smoking. It, at the end, it just quits being funny, but it's still engaging because he's just putting his feet on the table and smoking yeah. cigarettes and not really saying any more funny stuff. But well, he tried to go great. back at him, but like a, like a commentator, like a color commentary guy. So he's just, you're going at Artie Lang. He's like a roofer from... New Jersey. And who's on there? Like Bill Hader's just kind of staying out of it, or one of the SNL guys? Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he's just... J- Jason He's not as funny is. as I thought he would be. But that that's amazing. Well, because he's a Hollywood guy. He's SNL, like, frame... F- like, you gotta be in that, like, shake hands and smile at people still. You or he just I mean? didn't have the He's funny in movies, wasn't but, quick but yeah, he was like, he's like, I'm gonna stay out of this. My agent got me this. I don't even want to be on Joe Buck's show. Which no one's, no one's even seen. I didn't even <laughs> know he had a show on HBO, <laughs> but it's terrible. And do not auto... Just... You see the intro to the World Series, they auto-tune Joe Buck, and it's bad. All right. Uh, that's hilarious. Like, I'll if they that did that up. to Vince Scully or something, it'd be good, cool because... Actually, that wouldn't be cool. Don't auto-tune baseball announcers. I know you're trying to make baseball hip yeah. and get people to watch it, but... Uh, that was somebody's idea, and that's Travis Scott like coming out like, oh, I want to... Oh, yeah, I'll do the like the kickoff to the World Series. That's tight. Um, and then, like, the front half... Like, you got your own, like, producer, and then they bring in, like, the guy from the front office... And he's like, we thought we'd auto-tune Buck in there. Yeah. And then he actually, ha- Joe Buck, he has it in his contract that he has to be in the rap song. <laughs> <laughs> he gets everything else. Oh. There was a good thing, too. Uh, he's been, Joe Buck's been doing the playoffs, but he had to do a Thursday night football game, so he wasn't on this particular game. And all these people on Twitter were being like, tonight Joe Buck was the worst I've ever heard him. He absolutely was terrible, but he <laughs> wasn't an announcer that game at all. But they still continue they just to bash hate him. him. Yeah, yep. It's commitment. Yeah, I like. I don't it. like. I but don't they actually lo- thought he was on it. The announcer sounded close yeah. enough to Joe Buck, and was equally boring. I don't like cross like intersport announcers. Do one sport. Yeah, do one sport. Stick to badminton. Don't do anything else. Yeah, exactly. Well, Joe Buck gets it all. He gets all football, and then not all football, but whatever Fox does. I mean, he's yeah. doing the fucking World Series. Yeah, um, but I'm like. Like you said, Vince Scully. He just did one team. Focus. One team. He put all his water in one bucket and it paid off. He's a goddamn legend. Chick Hearn. Yep. Another one. Uh, Harry Carey. He's <laughs> a legend. Um, all right. Um, Your turn. Let's go to me. Yeah, what you got? So this one is, uh, you guys, this is another one. Sorry, you got to look up the video for. So on Wheel of Fortune, Pat, this guy. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> this is great. Pat Sajak. Comes, he introduces the first. She's like, oh, I'm a mother from Wisconsin. This and is a hats off, off, right? Oh, absolutely. This is a. I just want to be clear we're on the same page. because this, this is, is like great. calling in the fucking bomb squad. <laughs> hats off. So, um, yeah, he, he introduces the first lady. She does same bullshit intro they do on every game show. Three beautiful children. Yeah, yeah. They get to this second guy. And he goes, well, uh, how are you here? And he's like, well, Pat, I'm stuck in a loveless marriage. <laughs> I've got three rat kids. <laughs> I can't stand. Didn't he like knock the step kids too? Yeah, he's like he named them. It's like what's the what's the names? It says under here. Um, RJ and Ryan. Yeah. Oh no, a, a star. RJ and Ryan. And I've got one rotten grandson. She cursed my life with three stepchildren <laughs> named Star, RJ, and Ryan. <laughs> and then obviously Sajak has to be like, ah, oh, well, it's all just you know, what is it? Um, there's a quote in here. Oh, that's so. Oh, good. oh, you just wanted to get a get away from everybody after Sajak noted Davis was joking, <laughs> and then uh, he said like nobody's business. But then he called him on it, and he's just like, ah, oh, you're just you're just joking around, right? And he's like, ah, oh, of course I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he called her a battle axe too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm married to a total... B- Wait, here's the full quote. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for 12 years to an old battle axe named Kim. <laughs> she cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, Ryan, and I've got one rotten grandson. That's and then pretty he great, because even if you... As a dad, if you love your... If you hate your stepchildren, you just love the grandkids, because... You know, everyone yeah. loves their grandkids, but he calls them rotten. And one rotten grandson. And you know it's Star's kid. Oh, it has to be. RJ and Ryan are not pumping loads. And the kid's living with them, and yeah, the dad's gone. And then he's like, oh, you're just joking, right? He's like, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, he's like, what's the story behind the beard? And he's like, I actually keep it for my grandson. So it sounds like this guy's just an awesome stepdad. Like, he's got the most stepdad energy of all time. Yeah, he's just fucking around. Yeah. He's like, I don't really, I can say this mean shit. Like, because real parents will be like, oh, my life changed the day they were born and blah, blah, blah. But even my mom, she's like, yeah, by the fourth one, you're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's great parent jokes. <laughs> and I didn't think, I mean, I know it's 2019. I didn't think they would let people with beards that long on the prices right. Everyone's think, pretty clean cut. No, beards are in, definitely. And then he's like, they need the, because uh, these shows are all like casted. You know, they pick from all the applicants. And they're like, let's get a, let's get a blue collar guy in there. This guy looks like he like does something on an anvil. Yeah, let's do something new. He probably works in a coal mine or something. Also, beards are in. I mean, I mean, dude, like, beards are super. And I was at Target trying to, or not trying. I successfully bought deodorant. <laughs> it was no problem. I did it, and I noticed they had a uh, checking out the razors. They had like fourteen different beard creams and beard washes. Oh yeah, and now beard it's all pomade and beard bombs. Usually a lot of bombs. You should get in there. You got a beard. I got a beard. Um. But I, my sister works. My sister and my stepmom both work for Paul Mitchell. So I'll just oh beautiful. Like once a month, they'll just hand me a bag full of stuff, and there'll be some. Even when there's not like beard cream or beard oil in there, there's just so much conditioner. I was like, I'll just put that in there. I don't. Yeah, uh, I want to get hooked up with some of that. Uh, never mind, wrong company. What oh. that tea tree shampoo? No, they got tea tree. Is that Paul Mitchell? Yeah, dude, I like it. Tea tree's hot. The I. I did that on my face one time, and then my lips burned for like oh, an hour. Oh, you tried it on your beard, <laughs> I yeah. did the whole beard, and then, and then I did my hair, and then by the time I rinsed it off, the hot water, rinsing it off my face, made my face feel ice cold, and I was Ooh. like, oh, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think that's it. Hats uh, off to that beard. Hats off to that gentleman. <laughs> You're a man after my own stepdad's heart. I'm coming in with the hats off. Ooh, what do you got here? This story seemed fishy. Uh, I looked it up, and it is apparently true. There just seems to be too many uh, issues in play. But basically, I'm just going to read it from the reporter's perspective, (laughs) who happened to be on the plane. Yeah. The first half of the flight was normal. But then I noticed some strange activity among the stewardesses. Suddenly, the fastened seatbelt sign began flashing on and off and on and off. (laughs) And then they went on the intercom and asked if anybody had any plastic wrap. This is where I immediately was suspicious. On the intercom, the flight attendants are asking for saran wrap. Does anybody have saran wrap in their carry-on? Apparently they did, but Is also, Rachel Ray here? Yeah, what, who's carrying saran wrap, which is an obvious question, but... Wouldn't Murderers? That, wouldn't the airplane have saran wrap to wrap up? Anyway, so I guess someone had saran wrap, I, whether it was a... Whoever it was. There's a guy in the back, drunk as shit, being yeah. super rowdy, trying to open the emergency door. A doctor tried to talk him down, and then seven people tackled him and tried to wrap him in the saran wrap. That's why they wanted saran wrap? Yeah, to detain this guy, because they had nothing to detain him with. You have that stupid seatbelt extender you demonstrate on. Well, this I guess they weren't thinking on their toes. Wrap so, this homie up. Apparently, this guy was so drunk and wild, the seven people couldn't really do anything. They had to emergency land in Uzbekistan. Where he was arrested. Where was the flight from? I don't know where they flew from. They were flying over Uzbekistan. They flew, yeah, they're on their way to Thailand. Okay. They're on their way to Thailand, right? So the emergency land, they get back in the mix, and crisis averted. Moscow to Thailand? Oh, I guess that's Uzbekistan territory. Yeah. Oh, crisis Moscow averted. To fuck it. Phuket. So then. You uncultured swine. They get back in the air. And two guys, two more guys getting a drunken fight on the plane, even though it was a non-alcoholic flight. So these guys were just getting shit, like shit-faced to get. That's what you do at an airport. I know. That's but why you get there four hours early. To have it continue, they must have been, br- I've done this many times, brought them mini bottles and used drink. They must have had their own shit. It's a non-drinking flight. Two guys getting a fist fight on the plane, and then a guy gets caught for smoking a cigarette in the bathroom. He must have been like this. Of their fl- party? This flight must. This flight's ridiculous. I'm gonna have a cigarette. So then they landed in Thailand, and those three men were arrested. So four <laughs> men were arrested <laughs> on this flight. 
Yeah, but you got to... I mean, that's just par for the course. Like, I get mad when I, it's like a lady from Wisconsin, like, throws an outrage because they wouldn't let her, like, uh, emotional support goat on the plane. Um, but when it's, like, Russia to... Ta- like, Russian dudes going... Like, they probably don't even live in Moscow. They drove in six hours because that's the closest airport. So sure, they could they fly just... to Thailand... Those guys live by a different set of rules. Well, obviously. I mean, a fist fight, someone smoking a cigarette, and another guy trying to open the emergency. You got some exit. guy with, like, star tattoos on his fucking shoulders yeah. and, like, cat eyes on his belly. You're like, this guy did some time in a gulag. <laughs> yeah, the stars actually mean something. It's not, <laughs> I, I like the ocean and I'm a girl. No, yeah, you see, like, those hipsters. They get, like, the Eastern Promises, <laughs> like, gulag yeah. tattoos. <laughs> and you're like, dude, that's not... This says you murdered seven people. But I have a lot of questions, so... uh Producer Beam, could we get Gail over to Thailand, and could we send Caden to Uzbekistan? Because she's in Singapore. That's only a hop and a skip. Yeah, it's not far at all. We got to get him on there because, I mean, and there happens to be a reporter on on the plane. Yeah, and she oh, her her response was, "It's my first time I've had such rich events on a flight. <laughs> Thankfully, all of us are alive." And I thought at first she was just being a pussy. Then I realized she has some crazy fucking Russians on a plane. Oh yeah, and they could have easily gone down. I mean, seven men couldn't contain them, and they're trying to wrap them in saran wrap. Or the the like four Thai businessmen going home. <laughs> so they're just like just sitting quietly, and these people are wild, yo. See, this video doesn't actually show them smoking; it just has a girl saying it. But I mean, I would do the same thing. You're already landing in Uzbekistan. You're trying to get to fucking Thailand. Uzbekistan, to, they're like that uh, island to, where those people drown. That guy drowned proposing. Like they don't have plastic wear. No. But yeah, so it's just chaos. They're just trying to go to Thailand to fuck some kids. Oh, dude, and this guy has just half of his head shaved. Like, yeah, this is a motley. Look group. how scared she is. This lady. Oh my! Look at this guy's fucking hair. That's unreal. That that's, is. Is that a shadow or is that his hair? Let's. Oh. Oh no! Fuck. Damn it! That's the light. Oh. oh no! I liked it better. Yeah. How does was... the light make him completely <laughs> bald and then has a full? This who's, is a magical flight. Who's the smoke show talking? I think that's the reporter. Oh, okay. I get it. Captain explained. We had a, He's trying to open the emergency door. So he's just like, I've never been drunk enough where I'm like, no, nah, I'll get off here. Like, even on the bus, I, you like, yeah, hold the yeah. thing and wait for it to stop. Well, when I'm, like, wasted on a plane, I'm always so quiet and polite because I have this, like, little secret, like, I'm <laughs> tripping on mushrooms and <laughs> yeah. you guys don't know. Um, so I have a different attitude about it. I do like chatting up like the old grandma next to me yeah. and kind of freaking around a little bit. I took a shady flight to San Francisco on acid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be dope. And then we like started taxiing and then we started taking off. And then that like in-flight, just like mild rumbling, never stopped. Like the ascension rumbling. So the whole time I was just like, what's fucking going down, dude? <laughs> fucking, we're all going to die. We're done. But I'm fine with that on a level. Yeah, and it can backfire. I took a... I had a thousand milligram edible and I needed to get rid of it, so I just ate the whole thing, thinking <laughs> I'm gonna get on a flight. And then my flight was delayed three hours, so I'm just sitting there staring at the morbidly obese people <laughs> eating McDonald's, not very happy. Oh, all right, that's it. I just think hats off for such an amazing flight in that much chaos. Yeah, of course. Because if it was just the guy drunk trying to open the emergency door, gloves off all the way. Yeah. But then a guy's smoking. Two other guys are fighting. It's just what still boggles my mind is the uh, saran wrap is their first. Yes. Like, you would think seatbelt. They don't keep handcuffs. You can't lock them. There's in not the an bathroom. air marshal. I know there's not an air marshal on every flight, but like, there's got to be something. Keep some handcuffs in the glove box. Like, in a 9/11 situation, what do you do? Was that your protocol? Is Those to terrorists could you, have been brought down with you, saran wrap. You do subdue the terrorist, right? Now what? Some some fat guy just sits on him. Like no, <laughs> stay down. Yeah, like, that move works. The fat guy sits on. I know, him. but you got to have some type of protocol in place. For, like, if you actually do stop a terrorist attack, you're like, now go sit in your seat and stay there. <laughs> or get some bungees or something. That's it. That's it, Mahmoud. You're in timeout. Sorry if my laugh was loud. I just learned about moving my head away from the mic when I laughed, but Mitch made me laugh so quickly I couldn't. I had, <laughs> oh, my bad, so dude. So it's really a compliment. But my bad. <laughs> just sit down, mister. I've been waiting for that drop. Sit got, down, mister. I got Baywatch a, drops. You've been a naughty boy. <laughs> All right, um, let's go back to me. This is another Hats of Rooney. Mickey Rooney's lesser-known brother. Hats of Rooney. Um, so let's pull up that second tab. The, uh, there's a man in... Uh, he's from Boston, and he was just taking this train to the Chicago Marathon. 
and a guy was just walking the train. He suddenly pulled out a firearm, a handgun. We got video. Um, and was robbing people. So this dude from Boston who's on his way to the marathon, he's running. He just walked up to the guy and just took his gun from him. And he's like, no, you staying right here. You staying right here. I've had it. The video is great because he's just throwing this man around who could probably easily kick his ass. Yeah, that guy looks huge. He just scared and doesn't want to fight. But also robbing a subway, that like I would never want to rob a place where there are enough people who could team up on me like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like That's a, why you go with the gun. A liquor store, may, even so, I mean, just tackle them from the back. Oh, we got audio. Hope you guys can hear it at home. I'm not letting you go. And other other passengers like, sir, please chill out. He just took a gun from a guy that was robbing people. I like <laughs> this lady's face. She, she doesn't, doesn't look scared at all. She's like, what the fuck's this guy the doing? The guy's got a gun two feet from her head. And she's just like, God, I just... I'm late for work at Foot Locker. The guy in the orange hoodie. Oh yeah, this dude, this dude, in the, this Asian guy in the background hasn't even removed his AirPods. He's just watching Netflix. You would like, th- I would think that lady would run to the back of the train, but she's just sitting there in like minorly inconvenienced. Yeah, she's she's keeping her eye on it, but she's just like, all right, just I'm holding my bag. She's got her phone out. She's, I mean. I would I like take that. my eye off Someone's this dude. recording it, too. That's the weird thing. I'm not going to help this guy getting robbed, but I will record it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we got it. His, first of all, the guy's name is Jean-Paul LaPierre, which was not the accent. I was, I was like, oh, this is a French guy running the Chicago Marathon. And they're like, oh, he's from Boston? Like, maybe second generation French. Oh, the hero is Jean-Pierre. Yeah, Jean-Paul LaPierre. Ooh. I was expecting, like, I took the firearm from him and I fuck his ass. He, uh, but they go interview this guy after he's like, I just don't like people with strike. I don't like that people strike fear in people like that. I don't like bullies. <laughs> that's his, that's his like, oh, I just disarmed a, a, an armed robber. He's like, I don't like bullies. Yeah. That's also stepdad energy. Um, he's very quietly robbing people. I went up, <laughs> I went up front and said to him, give me the gun. And we started fighting for the gun. Scroll down. Cause this is better. Wait, um, down a little more. Uh, we're looking for another highlight here. Uh, oh, so yeah. Also, he took the gun from the guy, and then he, some guy next to him was like, hey, I can put the safety on. So he just hands the gun to another <laughs> guy, which would be hilarious if he was his partner in crime. But uh, let's go down a little more when it says why, what else he was known for. This is hilarious. I forget. Uh, where's this at? I kept telling him, if, if you move, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to hit you seven times in three seconds. Nice. Hey, listen here, kid. Uh, oh, so right here, LaPierre, who said he was in town to run the marathon, said this isn't his Oh, no, they said time. he flipped him over like a hamburger. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, okay, let me uh, say it, this, and then, all right, no, let's do that first. Uh, so the cops eventually came at the next stop, and LaPierre wouldn't let go of him. So then the cops took hold of him, and they were telling him to get down on the ground, get down on the ground, like, on your belly, on your belly. But he was laying on his back with his hands up. So LaPierre parted the cops, <laughs> walked oh, up, yeah. and flipped him from his back to his belly. <laughs> like a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, LaPierre, who said he was in town to run the marathon, said this isn't the first time he stepped in to the role of a good Samaritan. He said he helped rescue a boy from a vehicle crash in Boston a few years ago. I know. Oh, God. And tracked down a missing python in Newton, Mass. <laughs> oh, you're missing a snake, kid. Oh, way to go. So this guy really covers it all. I just seem to vehicle be in the right rescue. place for a right time. That's a completely different outlook on life. We're talking about the Russians viewing the world differently. Oh, right place, right time. It's like, what? To help people in crashes and look for snakes? Yeah, the snake thing. Those people were in the wrong place. Don't, I like his glass half full attitude, though. It's a little cavalier for my taste, but... Oh, man. So hats off to... Uh, what is it? Jean, Jean-Luc Lapierre? Jean-Paul Lapierre? Hats off to you, buddy. You're why we do the show. What do you got for me, Spencer? I got, I got a gloves off. <laughs> okay. We're coming to... Coming to Texas. This one's just perfect. Again, too good to be true, but is true. There are Texas sheriff or a guy, a 
guy running for sheriff. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was going off about immigrants. You know, he's in Texas near a border town. They don't like the immigrants. You gotta and speak was, to your base. He was saying how the, all the immigrants uh, are drunks, and he said they will run over your children. They will run over my children. <laughs> The next day, his son was arrested for public intoxication and <laughs> indecent exposure. Oh, look and look his... how much of a sheriff he is. If you, if you would have showed me that picture first, I would have guessed that's what the story was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kindly sorry about that, ma'am. Much condolences. To be fair, the kid didn't drive over anyone, but indecent exposure and being drunk in public. So does the kid hate his sheriff dad? Oh, that's his son. Oh my! So you could not be more. He's a long hair. Looks like he could be laying out in Venice Beach, juggling for pennies. He's a dopehead, dude. Yeah, he looks Look like he's, he's drunk. He's on wearing the drugs. thing they put in front of you when you don't have a shirt. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was some weird new style. I didn't know. It's like about. the half of bulletproof vest. What he? What do you think? He's like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> what I thought. He was, I thought he was a Power. Yeah, it honestly doesn't. No, don't make. Don't belittle me, Mitch. That's what I thought. It's better than that. Remember that kid in England, who. Uh, I forget the story, but he killed a guy. He's but he was like the sheriff. Oh, the son. rich kid. Yeah, the rich kid who was like a like a constable's son. Oh no! Yeah, he got pulled over and uh, and he was super high, and he just started cussing out the cop and shit. That was a good one. Look up that story with the know. keywords I gave you. Keywords. So that's just a little good uh, Texas drama going on. His son hates him. He probably lives at home. His dad probably hates his son. I hope they can resolve and go to. Like Dr. Drew's family therapy or something, but it's yeah, uh, they'll be the next rap stars on YouTube. The uh, oh, you're charged with assault and trespassing yeah, and theft. This. this kid's up and to no theft? good. Yeah, when you're a cop's kid, um, you either also become a cop or you rebel you, you so rebel, hard, yeah, that it's like, yo, this is wild. You toe the line or you just go ape shit and smoke meth and don't wear a shirt. Um, our friend, uh, a couple years younger than us in high school, but his dad, um, was always involved in like the baseball leagues and everything, but he was the only judge in Tehachapi. So there's, there was like three times where it's just like, there's like a $50,000 fine, 10,000 hours community service, a piece, uh, possible jail time. And then like a week later, you're like, wait, Max, you're still in school. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. I'm going to pick up some trash. He was just cool. He was a cool guy. Um, that's fucking wild, dude. Because, uh, you know, they're just going off of that. Because there was, like, one case of, like, an immigrant. He killed, like, a father of three. And he, like, ended up not... Like, he got deported, like, three times. So, like, both sides are using the case. They're like, see? He came here, and he didn't even have a license. He didn't have insurance. He s- stole this car, and he killed, like, an honest, red-blooded American. Then the other side's like, you deported him three times. Yeah. He keeps coming back. It doesn't <laughs> work, idiots. I just like a, a story that everybody can use. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for all sides, there's no winning. We're all losers. Yeah, you're just you're arguing about nothing anyway. So might as well just use the same mute point. <laughs> uh, nobody believes. You put a gun to people's head, and they don't really believe what they believe anyway. Um, let's see. Dark turn. Hmm. All right, let's do. I got a quick gloves off, and then I'll go back to hats off. Um, Justin Trudeau keeping it political. Yeah. So he's on the campaign trail. It's another thing I just despise about politics where it's like you get elected and then like like if you're president, right? For the to use in these terms, you you serve for 4 years. But you really do like 6 16 months maybe and then you start campaigning again. Or like uh Budicic, where he's like America's mayor or what what it is like he's trying to take the throne of America's mayor from Giuliani. He's like the gay guy who's like progressive I'm but the real American. But like he's real strict on a couple things and blah blah blah, but uh it's like, bro, you're the mayor. Like, who's running that town right now? If I know your name and I don't live in your city, like, Garcetti, Giuliani, these are like in, like national mayors. We know these people. You know what I mean? I don't know who the fucking mayor of Seattle is. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let them blow in, like, wherever the hell Budichich is from. Um, but it's like... Your point is we shouldn't know your name because you should be, you know, cleaning up the streets and uh, making job. sure snow, mo- snow removal has a proper budget. Yeah, and- yeah. Fucking Denver has heated sidewalks. What do you like? Step it up, a city walk. Dude, that's a great mayor. Everywhere, uh, downtown. Their yeah. whole downtown's like a mall because the city's so small. So like the metro area all has heated sidewalks. So it's it's snowing outside, 
and the water's just like running off. Like a cool magic trick. Do you think he just watches from a tall building and like, look what I did? Whoever thought of it, I've I would. Done it. That's pretty awesome. He does it with radiation, and everybody's dying of cancer <laughs> and death for in five years. Um, no, but it's super cool because you can be like it be freezing and snowing, and you're still all, like you can still do like the bar crawls and stuff. You can still lay on the sidewalk for heat if uh, you don't bring a jacket. Yeah, the homeless people are just like instead of in the corner, <laughs> rolling around. The <laughs> like, this is great. Um, so anyway, that aside, so uh, Trudeau he's on the campaign trail, doing like back-to-back like sitcom poses with like every mayor he comes across speaking of mayors that's a cool way to do it oh yeah it's a cool photo usually they just shake hands one of his campaign posters is him doing the fucking hang loose really yeah you're serious he rocked a shaka cool yeah you like uncle tito from they even know about that in canada i didn't even think they knew about it he's just like oh yeah i'm a cool guy see i'm young i'm the i'm the hip prime minister that throws comedians in jail for saying retard um we're yeah we're we're a great place to live. It's uh, it snows ten months a year, and half the people speak French. Also, I don't like him. Just this is not even the story yet. Still, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't. I just don't like anybody. Like same reason like George Bush. Like like we were saying, a fucking cops kid is yeah. a, is a piece of shit. His dad was the president. <laughs> if you're also the president, that's either the proof of like some Illuminati horse shit, or he's like a George Bush like fuck up who's like. Just partied until he was like forty-seven, and he's like, "Get your shit together, George." Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give you we're gonna give you a good job. Yeah, yeah. But any two generations of like me and my dad are the president. You're like something fishy's going on. But yeah, he walked across. He was on the campaign trail. He um, I forget where he was at Montreal or Vancouver, uh, Toronto, where else? Winnipeg, Saskatchewan. I think that's all their cities. Um, you nailed it. I mean, Edmonton. I'm, I'm not gonna fact check you. Sure. Edmonton. Yeah. Well, let's throw Edmonton in there. Yeah, they got a hockey team. The um, so he's walking through a crowd of people and there's a baby crying. So he starts going. He notices, I guess, the baby didn't have eyebrows. So he goes, "Oh, you're just jealous of my eyebrows." What? <laughs> he starts. He starts slamming the baby. He's like, "Oh, don't worry." Like to the mom trying to comfort her. Like she's like, "Oh, she usually doesn't cry." And he's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, cool." It's not because maybe babies have a heightened sense of things and you're a demon at heart. Don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, you're a career politician. You're a second generation career politician. You're a bad person. Look probably. at that Letterman's jacket, too. He's done blackface like 47 times. Yeah, yeah. Was, they uh, caught him once, and then people started digging. They're like, this is not a rare <laughs> occurrence. <laughs> he did this on Christmas. <laughs> he just dressed up like Black Santa for no reason. I thought you were going to go to the blackface thing. This is better than No Eyebrow Baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got audio. Oh my, and he's doing it in that baby voice? He's doing it for the cameras, too. I know, I know. That's hilarious. Trudeau's funny. And look at the people surrounding him. Like, he's crushing at the fucking Apollo. Yeah, I think he did pretty good. Do most babies have eyebrows or not? That's something I've never even thought of. I never pay. I did. I just noticed you have eyebrows. Who I don't care. Yeah. You, you just noticed my eyebrows? Yeah, I, for the first I time. I on you. This is weird lighting. You're skinned and Mine are invisible. Yeah. I should shave my eyebrows. My hair should be black, but my mom's Norwegian, so like my beard like <laughs> took like you a, got a little, red a little in bit. There. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's what is it, auburn. Well, that baby has eyebrows. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just didn't know, like, because <laughs> a lot of babies. <laughs> my <laughs> my buddy's kid is two and barely has a head of hair. You know. So yeah, yeah. I was. I th- it must be common. Yeah, but some babies are born with no hair. Um, some babies are born with like luscious locks. Whoa, that's me when I was a baby. What, these are just Photoshop babies. Look at that baby's nose. He's probably... Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. That's an old school meme. That was like funny junk days. Oh, oh now, now we just, just feel bad. Is that a dead baby? What the fuck? Thick eyebrow syndrome? Oh, man. These producers really bumming me out. I really like this cool new monitor, but now I'm now I'm sad. We were, we were laughing at people drawing eyebrows on babies to babies with no eyebrows and then just a baby with like... What was next? Like that Ripley's Believe It or Not yeah, baby? Yeah, exactly. it's like his, his skin is made of tree bark. Yeah, I was just going to use tree bark. <laughs> he has the tree syndrome. And then, oh, they're really just disgusting warts that look like bark. All right, so gloves off to him. Gloves off. Um, for many of the topics I brought up, but for this show, just the one. Fuck you, Trudeau. Fuck you, Joe Buck. It was mainly I was more like insulted as a comedian, where it's like I, I hate when you like people eat up like shit that's you can like it's so transparent cheap laugh we're like he yeah. looked around to the crowd and he goes you'll have great eyebrows someday 
Yeah, I oh, saw a public you. speaker recently, and uh, he like took he like went to an whatever our Canada's Harvard is and took like comedy class. You know what I mean? Like, or he edited their their lampoon. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> I'm I'm quite humorous myself. Whatever the French word for lampoon is, lampoonois. But he he worked for the lampoon, but he was just in charge of distribution or something. You know, he yeah. didn't write anything. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't their Conan O'Brien. He was like the guy that got coffee. Yeah, and with like the dork they like uh, made fun of in the sketches. Or the uh, the comics, whatever. But didn't know it. The articles. Um, all right, I'm done with that one. Back to you. I've got a doozy. This is one. It's a hats off. Okay. It just seemed to get better and better and weirder and weirder. First, when I read it, it seemed pretty cut and dry. I didn't know if I was going to use it. <laughs> Headline. Boyfriend sued over man's death. From silicone genital injections. That's how we start. Okay. Boyfriends. Uh, multiple boyfriends. This man you died. You told me it gets worse, so now I'm just on the hook. And it, it's wild, dude. All right, this man dies from shooting silicone into his balls and shaft, and mama ain't happy. <laughs> Jesus. Linda Chapman, who lives in Australia. This all went down in Washington. Chapman is either British or white trash. All right, well, either way. That's, what, that's in my experience. All right. Well, this she did something horribly wrong to let her son go down this road. I know she didn't personally do this, uh-huh. but she has a son named Tank Haffertiped, and the lawsuit she filed was against six of his boyfriends. So Dylan Haffertipan. These are her sons? No, Dylan is, this, is her boyfriend. Oh, okay. So Tank is the son. Okay. Anyone who's not Tank is the boyfriend. One oh, of the boyfriends. Boyfriend's kids. So Dylan is the main boyfriend. He's the ringleader of the boyfriends. And uh, he gets a bunch of other boyfriends, and he calls them pups. All right. They all agreed to follow Dylan's Kinda orders. Kind of like his style. He wanted them to be huge, so they lifted constantly, they ate a bunch, and they shot a bunch of stuff into their dicks to make it huge. They want, he wanted them to be as big as possible. In a pursuit of a huge genitals, they used saline, which would temporarily enlarge their their testicles and yeah. wiener, but that's only temporary. These guys would have been like this guy tank. In most of human history, these guys were a nightmare if you encountered them, like in the real world. They just take whatever they want from you. These are Vikings. That's a, this Dylan. No, that's the guy who's dead though. All right, that's the sad part. I don't know if this is Dylan or not, but Dylan is a mastermind because he has six boyfriends named Pups that he just convinces to shoot stuff into their dick, and he also has a Tumblr account to document it. So he's been internet famous for a while. Interviewed by BuzzFeed, you know that's probably it. Yeah, but they'll interview anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this poor guy Tank died of a pulmonary embolism from his silicone balls. Jesus Christ! Mom didn't even know about the death for <laughs> weeks. <laughs> And now mom claims in the lawsuit, Dylan and the pups coerced my son into inflating his testicles to the size of a basketball with humiliation and manipulation. Her son's real name, Tank, is Jack Chapman, but her boyfriend made him change his name to Tank Heathcliff Hafferton. Oh, my God. <laughs> he gave him a middle name of Heathcliff. He couldn't even keep his middle name. This guy moved from Australia just to join the pups. Don't know how he met him. And the Dylan guy, the ringleader, had him tattoo property of Master Dylan on his lower back, which is right above his zodiac sign. Dylan's zodiac sign, not Tank's. Yeah. Which is why I don't fuck with Pisces. I mean, you took a sabbatical, so I'm looking at my vacation time on the board right now. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going? I think I might be going to England. Why England? Isn't this where this guy's at? No, this happened in Washington. Washington, Washington State. State. The guy came from Australia to Washington. Cheaper plane ticket, dude. Yeah. Let, road trip. I'll go with you. We'll just get an intern to run the show. Just this is get, important. Just get fucking jacked. I want to be a pup. Get balls like basketballs. Basketballs. Dylan even can... Oh, I've got this. Yeah. he Balls you can put in a basket, dude. Oh. But uh, Keith he made him cut... His name... <laughs> So his name was Jack Chapman, and he changed his <laughs> name to Tank Heathcliff, and he got a tramp stamp. You go with this Tank. Guy. Tank is like such a like a masculine like. If that's your real name and not your nickname, you're like, what the fuck? And this guy, and then he goes with like Heathcliff. Whoa, those are yeah. His that's his balls. Whoa, and he could obviously fight back. This is all psychological. And this mom is mad at this Dylan guy. I think you did something wrong with your son, so he could be manipulated like. Yeah, this. you raised him, but wrong. they loved each other, and um. So he made him cut off contact with I mean, his family. Dude, look at that bulge. 
And after he did die, he pretended he was still alive on Tumblr, and then fans somehow found out and kind of fucked up his, uh, you know, fucked up was, his so Tumblr hum, career. Hum, homeboy was, homeboy was, oh, it was his own Tumblr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And then uh, he made his boyfriend sign a contract giving up money, contacts, body, and force him to body mod, including saline scrotal inflation, which is just cool to say. I like saline scrotal inflation. And he claims that his contract, which was which he posted online, was just erotic fiction. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dylan, at one point when they're broken up, even sued Tank for back rent and not paying for silicone. So he made him pay for his own silicone to shoot up his balls. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where it gets a little weirder. Three weeks oh before Tank God. died, Tank drew up a will giving everything to Dylan, including... $200,000 that his father gave him. That's lucky of him. And his mom... It's good timing. ...said everyone knows that Tank, claim, Tank planned on leaving all that money to his autistic brother. I love the article is still, like, uh, they're not dead-naming him. Dead-naming is when you, like, uh, yeah, was, when people transition and you still call them by, like, their girl name or whatever. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like call Bruce Jenner. Caitlin is yeah, Caitlin. If you call her Bruce, that's dead naming, and that's like harassment or hateful or... Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, okay. Whatever. But even the article still keeps calling him Tank, like knowing full well, and they only have this story because it's <laughs> psychotic, but they're still using his new name. That's his legal name. And he wanted... Uh, this is from Dylan, the master manipulating Bro, boyfriend. Bro, I've never been in love with anybody enough to go like stand at a courthouse. Like, I have to, if to get me to stand in a line, you gotta be like, yeah. hey, the ticket doubled. All right, the ticket tripled. You're gonna go to jail. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fuck. I have a warrant out. I gotta go yeah, call into work. I'm about there. Yeah. Not to change my name so this, so I can pay to <laughs> fucking. You gave him 200 grand. Oh, it's And wild. he got a tramp stamp with the other dude's zodiac sign. That's some master manipulation. There were five other pups. I didn't even see the quote, but it said, uh, uh, Tank said, uh, told. International Pup Play in 2017. <laughs> this is like a publication. I guess. It uh, must be. I mean, the internet's full of weird stuff, apparently. I might just in, look into Pup Play to see like what these what's their technique. I might be able to like use some minor manipulation in my daily life. I if mean, you can get six guys to pump shit in their dick. Pump shit in their dick. One of them dies and get tattoos, and they give them all their money. And this guy has, this Dylan guy, has a quote, Tank wanted the money to go to our home together, but now... The money is just a reminder of what I've lost. Oh, He's yeah. got two hundred grand yeah, and crying into a daiquiri in Bahamas. Yeah, and think of all the other money he's gotten. I mean, what a what a fucking score! Not only can you get this guy to get a tramp stamp of you zodiac sign, pump shit, get basketball balls, <laughs> give you, and then he just happens to have two hundred grand from his dead dad. He happens to be well off. That's what we call a cow. Yeah, or, a, or what do they call it? Uh, not a cash cow, a whale. The wh- yeah, a whale in the gold digging community. So uh, that's the story, and it, this poor autistic brother is getting nothing. But also, dick move of the dad to not give the autistic brother money. He only yeah. gave Tank money. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. Well, you can't really. How functioning is it? You know, <laughs> you split the. They inherit. didn't go into how functioning it was. What's gonna be? Is it Cain and Abel or whatever? No, not Cain and Abel. The um, they they hurt each other. What is the um? The son, the prodigal son, returns yeah, okay. where that saying comes from. Is the guy had two sons and he gave them both equal inheritance. The prodigal son, he's prodigal because he went to the city and blew all his money in like six years or something like that, and then came back dirt poor. And he's like, "Hey, help me out, brother." And he's like, "No, we got the same amount. I turned mine into like a farming enterprise. Like I'm doing very well off. I'm not helping. You got the same amount of money as me. You spent it on whores and booze." And he's like, ah, come on. His, his father comes down. He's like, no, makes him split the money up. Something like that. All right. I'll read that story when we're done. We'll, we'll yeah, get... you should pick it up. It's in this book called The Bible. Ooh. Yeah. And it's also got a cool kind story. Kind of an Old Testament guy. It's got, uh, is it Aaron? Um, these kids make fun of him for being bald. So he, a six, like a, uh, I think Jesus or God, whatever, the same person. The Holy Spirit. Uh, Trinity. Send, sends, Any of them. Sends bears to eat the kids. <laughs> I don't. I do. I skipped that one, dude. The Bible's lit. Bible class. Yeah, I mean, you get the Bible's boring as shit. It's like Shakespeare, where you're like, um, like she's the man uh, with Amanda Bynes. Never seen it. Anyway, it's Othello. It's Othello, but they just they put Channing Tatum and Amanda Bynes. Yeah, ten things I hate about you. Ten things I hate about you. Um, 
You get like the Bible companion. We're like, oh, I don't have to read stupid like old language. Like, uh, it's just like, oh, this is what this. You know what I mean? It takes each book of the Bible and makes it like two and a half pages. You're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, break <laughs> it down real quick. It's <laughs> fine. Um, all right. That's so. Rest that's in insane. peace, I'm tank. Looking, I gotta make a note. I'm looking into pup play. Rest, rest in peace, tank. I'm sorry that you were such a weak person that you got yoked up. And made your balls as big as basketball. Yeah, but also you raised a shitty person. Like, oh yeah, the mom. I got no sympathy for like parents' struggles. You know what I mean? Like, oh my kid died. Some. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Of course, we're generalizing. But uh, like, uh, there was a similar story. Not similar, but uh, in attitude, uh, this guy. I forget where it was, but he was robbing a liquor store, and the clerk shot him in the chest with like, a shotgun. And then the family is suing the liquor store. They're like, you didn't need to shoot him. It's like, he was robbing me with a gun. And it's like, yeah, but that's, you let the police handle that. And it's just like, what are you fucking talking about? But even to. It's like, this is, this is your fault. You raised an armed robber, lady. I got, I don't care for your tears. I don't know how the case ended because this was a while ago, but there was a, uh, a, I don't know, a teenager in LA tagging on a freeway sign. The cop saw it, stopped him. He jumped off the sign, oh, yeah. ran across traffic, got killed, and his family sued the police department because yeah. his son died. No, they. I think they got money. Like they won that. Ooh. But this is LA. Like but, we got a. They're doing like a, a green initiative to combat global warming. They're they're launching this thing called street cooling. LA where, is where they're they're just tearing up perfectly good sidewalks and replacing them with like lower conductive heat sidewalks and planting a bunch of trees and like giving out all these incentives and it's like hey guys we got a homeless problem don't make the streets more comfortable yeah don't make them more comfortable they did that like that they put a train to santa monica and then gave free wi-fi in santa monica so it's just a homeless paradise jerking off everywhere but then they'll do r- ridiculous stuff there's a guy he's from south la uh grew up one of those like you know was a gangster and then got a shit together and he's just been going around planting vegetable gardens mm-hmm. in random places so the community can have fresh produce yeah. and the city's stopping him and he's been like yeah. stopped a bunch and he's like i'm just trying to let these people eat delicious food I've always instead of takis and taquitos i thought that since i was like a kid where it's like no, everybody has like vegetation in their yard at least like bushes like distinguishing the property line it's like why not make that like does it like can there be like plums here? Yeah, <laughs> there, you got about tomatoes are the easy. You I, trees that grow nothing. Why I, not make a tree that grows something? I grew tomatoes once, and all I did was I drunkenly was eating little baby tomatoes, threw a couple into the dirt, and kicked it a bunch, and the bush grew. Dude, when I like was that's, <laughs> that's so it's super easy to grow um, some stuff. And this guy was doing it just to help fat morbidly, you know, fat people to eat properly oh, yeah. and not have diabetes. And city's so like, no, 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 no. Kids that never even seen a zucchini before, and they're like, "What are you? You trying to harass this community? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? It's a, it's a yellow zucchini. It's delicious. They just only eat off the dollar menu of Burger King their entire life. Yeah, and um, it's a big problem in the urban community. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. I guess there's cleanup though. There's fruit everywhere, but like gourds. <laughs> I don't know if it was strictly gourds. I'm imagining. Tomatoes and cucumber and zucchini, those are those the are easiest easy. to yeah, grow. Yeah. So you're not going to be putting like, all right, this is a pineapple tree. It takes three years in California to harvest one pineapple. Be really good at this, kid. I remember when I was um, like third or fourth grade. No, you know, second or third grade. Um, we just had tomatoes growing out of our septic tank, <laughs> like on the side of the house. There were just tomato plants. And my bro- little brother, Mickey, like he's, I don't know, five or six at the time. <laughs> he's just eating tomatoes we're like <laughs> we're playing like uh blade in the front yard where we're all blade like me and my two brothers it's the best version just blade versus blade versus blade but we always like mickey never wins because he's the youngest you know one time i uh <laughs> i used to do this on stage but the uh part of a joke but uh we were playing one time and i was like all right i'm blade and my other brother goes all right i'm white blade and i was like what's that he's like it's blade but he's white i was like the fuck is wrong with you trying to one-up me oh he's smart they're turning that around it's like they're t- they're making a black james bond now you know going yeah. from white to black i guess he's just ahead of his time yeah but my brother's just eating cherry tomatoes and we're like where do you get those you're like they're just glowing on the side of the house i'm like above the shitter I'm like this is <laughs> i guess is it's, he okay it's i mean it's perfectly fine right why not i don't know i would eat him if I was I was, also kid. it's a tank so like it's probably leaking <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I, I guess compost is different than just raw shit with, with chemicals. Very different. 
very different. What are you talking about? I keep shitting in my yard and there's no apples yet. <laughs> It'll happen. Apple trees take a long time. Um, we but had I, apples in our backyard. Really? Yeah, my mom wanted to get rid of them, but then she kept them, I think, because deers came through. Because they'd sit and they'd eat off the fruit. Because they were like garbage. Like They weren't big enough. They're just Grab those, apples. Or, those yeah, hard, yeah. Tiny those ones. Hard, small ones. Yeah. Only stupid deers would eat. Yeah. And your little brother. <laughs> my little brother just eating them out of the toilet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no sympathy for uh, terrible parents. I think that's what we were getting at. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. We're stepping up the drop game. Yeah, my next, the lady who lives in the apartment next to me just has this monster child. He's four. She still, like, will push him around in a stroller if he wants. He throws the most insane tantrums. He's, like, ruining my lady's garden. She's yeah. put, speaking of gardens, put in the back, just hosing, and she never tells him no. I hear, yeah. every, I hear everything. And then she's banging on my door at about midnight, and it's like, he's asleep. Can I bump some cigarettes off you? It's like, just tell your fucking kid no. When you go on a walk, you don't put him in a stroller. He's four. He's going to get beat up at school and kicked out. So I have no sympathy for it. Everybody it's like, you do not get my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I use birth control. Um, you have a deadbeat. Exactly. You have a, he has a deadbeat dad. I'm sorry. Yeah, this kid's not going to be any worse off if he finds out you smoke. He's already going to be a bad person. He's like, oh, no, now my mom smokes. Now I'm going to become a terror. It's like, you're already an asshole. I just fucking rip some Marlboros in front of him. And she smokes clothes, and she's in her 40s, which you can't. You got to be 17 to smoke clothes. Yeah, that's or a, just a douchey French guy, I think maybe. Or, or a photographer. Or yeah, <laughs> and she is not a photographer. <laughs> uh, there's 10 units in my building, and everybody has small yappy dogs. Oh. And uh, my roommate's dog is fucking great. She's a, like a black lab. I don't know, 40, 50 pounds. Great dog, but she's a um, she's a great dog. Like I'll just we we got gates on both sides of our hallway, so I'll just grab the leash, open the door, and we walk out, and she walks next to you, and then she lets you walk through the doorways first and all this and that. She, I don't think she's... I've heard her bark like twice. Got manners. Yeah, she's just... A, Barks she was, when she she's, needs to, she's actually when someone's trained. getting murdered. No, no, she, she'll she run upstairs and like hide under the bed if like things are actually <laughs> happening. She, <laughs> all right. She'll like whine, and then if you don't like acknowledge her while you're cooking something, like either say no, like go away or whatever, but if you just don't notice her behind you, she'll give you like a yip. But she never... I don't, I've never heard her actually bark. Great dog. And then I'll run into people up and down my street and in my hallway. I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, sorry. They're just, their dog's fucking going wild. This guy's trying to pick up like three dachshunds at a time. And I'm like, my dog's just w- walking next to me, like looking at those dogs freaking out curiously. Dad, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what's going on? But he's like, oh, people are always super ashamed. But I'm like, take fucking three seconds out of your day and put some discipline in this dog's life. Yeah, don't. F- I know he's cute, but don't feed him chunks of your Jack in the Box cheeseburger when you're stoned, like binge watching Netflix. Yeah, they well usually don't the- eat. It's well, it's all prissy like yuppies in my building, oh, okay. so they're all like they don't have time don't to manage their dog. Eat before your dog; it'll change his entire temperament. You're like, no, I eat first and then you. Their fucking stupid dumb dog brain will be like, all right, this guy's in charge. Today, but you let your dog be in charge like that fat smoker's kids. Today I was walking, I was in West Hollywood walking. This guy, clearly a dog walker, he had five dogs and was on his phone like this, but could not manage any of the dogs, blocked the entire sidewalk. And I just, I just, I didn't, I just gave him the hands up, like, move your dog. I, I'm not moving around for you. I know you have a lot of them, but it, just, it was just hilarious. It's like, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy and those people. Um, and also, that's just like a. And then people are like, if that kid shoots up a school, they're like, I wonder what happened. It's like, you're a garbage person. You were selfish. You never put in any effort. Yeah. You went to the bar more than you uh, took care of your kid. There's hundreds Drink of... Drink at home, people. People are like, oh, I, I love that when parents are like, oh, I did my best. It's like, did you? Like, oh, I just did my best. Like, I get it. Like, you did your best, like, you the way you were raised and all this and that. But it's also like, there's so many books on parenting. You know what I mean? Like, there's YouTube series, just like hints and tips, tricks. But I still, I, I, with all that said, I do love when somebody just hauls off on their kid in public. Absolutely. Um, Burbank and Glendale are big on that. I've, uh, I've noticed, you know, recent immigrant communities, they don't give a fuck about, like, peaceful parenting. American laws. Yeah, I was just or... in Joanne's Fabrics the other day, and this lady was just going to town on her four-year-old. She's like, I'm, I'm assuming in fucking Armenian saying, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> just some version of that. Well, yeah, in certain parts of the country, I was hanging out with this girl from... Uh, from Montana, and she was telling me all these stories about just beating the shit out of her kid in public. And it's like, yeah, she also has a gun in her purse, so it's uh, just you know, small town. No one's gonna, no one's gonna record you. Yeah, 
Although I do like that. That that is something I noticed the other day. I do like that phone because I hated it for a while. Where co- people don't enjoy the moment. First of all, everybody's on their phone. They're they're taking a video at a concert or at Yosemite or it's like you're at like you yeah. you came Look here at an Ansel Adams. You clearly came here from like Korea. Like stare at Half Dome for like twenty minutes. I promise you, it's great. Um, but then I, I noticed the other day because I just broke up my phone and started recording silly shit, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like. I'm not weird for you know what I mean because I used to be like self conscious like sure, but now like people don't even know if you're like FaceTiming half the time or whatever. But I'm really just going hey check out this fucking idiot and I just <laughs> I, I turn around so he's in the background of my selfie cam. But I it was the first time I did it and I didn't feel self conscious and I was like oh I like kind of like the cameras are just so prevalent. Yeah, I did that the other day. There were two like sixteen or seventeen year olds eating and one of them was wearing a shirt that said a. Silly faggot dixer for girls or something. It was some <laughs> play on the tricks commercial. And I went up and like blatantly took a picture of the two and my yeah. lady's like, No, no. And I was like, What are they gonna do? I mean, he's wearing the shirt. He yeah. wants he wants people to read it. Yeah. And the picture he's just staring at me. But I don't think he's old enough to remember that tricks slogan. Because they don't do that trickster for kids anymore. It was for the yogurt too. I remember I don't know about the yogurt. Do you remember Trix No, yogurt? silly faggot dicks are for chicks is what it said. <laughs> and look how look how young that kid is. I mean, I love it. I love that he's not a uh, part of this woke culture. I love that a, <laughs> he is not woke. I love that a minor is willing to wear a shirt that says faggot on it. Yeah, I know. I was I was I was shocked. There's a kid after my own heart. I was shocked. I still have an FBI female body inspector shirt. Oh yeah. Thanks sick. I actually I had one for a long time and then I didn't have one for like five years. Then my girlfriend. Oh, cool. Then you got a new one. My girlfriend got me one for my birthday. I was like, you know me too well. Good girl. Good girl. Um, and my mom. My mom went on a for the summer. Um, she took. I got two young siblings still. You met them. Yes, I have. Um, so she just took them on a road trip, like to Flo- like drove to Florida, stopped along the way to see like my stepdad's uh, mom, and then like took a different route back. And um, she brings back a bunch of things for everybody. The only thing she got me the souvenir. She gets me a shirt that just says, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> Bourbon Street. <laughs> so I'm like, like, what do you like? This is this is what you think of me. Um, and the, then those are the best ones, though. The ones that are just some drunk guy just thought of it. Bourbon Street. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. Yeah. I got one at a bar, a floating bar in Arizona that said it's a tank top and says, shut up, liver. You're fine. Like kind I of like original, those. kind of dumb. Oh, I love it. I, um, I wear that with pride. It's my only tank top. My cousin too. Christy had a shirt that said, uh, there's a restaurant called Dirty Dicks. It was like a Joe's Crab Shack type place. And it said, uh, I got crabs from Dirty Dicks. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's great. I love that. It's simple. The Sofa Anyone King. Anyone can enjoy it. It's like a furniture company like shirt, but it's the Sofa King. We Todd did it's, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Todd did. <laughs> that was a classic. That uh, one was great because that was early internet. I think it was still dial-up, so it was going around in emails. But it was like kids loved it, that at my school. But then adults would be like, check this out, read this. I remember like my stepmom giving it's it like to me. like a chain email? And she's not a funny person. But yeah. you know, everyone found that comical. Um, all right, I got one more. All right. That's all right. That's all. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Do we have a tab for that? The, uh, so Shaquille O'Neal, he popped up in the news. For um, did he kill the general? <laughs> yeah, he he killed the general. And now he runs the entire uh, midnight to four a.m. commercial circuit. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> if your back hurts. You need insurance. So I looked him up. Um, I, I saw he popped into my uh my feed this week because he, and I know he's gonna hate this because I only, I out of like ten articles I read, it was only mentioned in one that it was him plus two executives from Papa John's. Bought a house for a uh, paralyzed boy who was paralyzed in a sh- uh, shooting recently. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, it's good. But I thought, I was thinking, and I was like, Shaq's always been a great guy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he, I've, I, I, he's free of scandal. You know what I mean? He's uh, Yeah, I think he cheated on his wife and got divorced, but that's it. Who cares? Yeah, he's Shaq. He's, sh- he's the sh- Any woman willing to fuck him should... I don't know, get a National Medal of Merit or something. And he's, like, global famous. Like, he's on such a retarded level. And like we were saying, like, he's, he does, he's like the spokesman for 14 companies. He was, he d- was the spokesman for Shark Week on Discovery Channel. Icy and Hot, got, Rent-A-Center. Yeah. Like, and, and Papa John's. He bought, like, 30 Papa yeah. John's, and now he's doing the commercials. That's fucking great. 
So then I, uh, so um, I looked into it, and he runs like thirty causes. He's involved with like all this shit. He gives money all the time. Like I looked up philanthropy, and he's just got like a litany of history. So aside from being like a DJ and uh, like a first ballot Hall of Fame basketball player, yeah, NBA rapper. Uh, actor, he acted and stuff. Well, that's another hats off for uh, the greatest philanthropy he ever did. Kazam? Kazam. A genie that comes out of a boom box. That's actually really cool. He legitimately looks tough. He, yeah. But I love Shaq, too, because he's a he's goofy. He knows that he's a weird, goofy guy. He embraces it. I mean, he does big na- like national ads, and yeah. then he's... D- Hanging around with this horribly CGI general, yeah. <laughs> driving in a fake car. a fake convertible. Yeah, he's a uh... no, but the guy's just a great guy. He's uh, involved with organizations that do addiction, animals, at-risk, uh, disadvantaged youths, uh, blood, marrow, and organ donation. Separate, all de- all separate uh, organizations. Children. Like, boys and girls clubs, he builds, like, after-school programs. He'll just go to, like, a random... He's like, I was at Ohio last week, and I was sad, so I raised $2 million. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, conservation, education, grief support, and just general health. Grief support? I like that he's going, like, I'm going to help an animal, but I'm going to help your mental state as well. Like, hats off to Akon, right? He's... Akon's great. He's given power and, like, clean water to, like... Dozens of millions of Africans in the last 10 years. Dozens of millions. I like that. Dozens of millions. <laughs> Tens of millions. <laughs> that should be a new thing. Dozens of millions. Um, Remember that. He's, he's, um, he's amazing. He's great. He's, putting, he's, he's doing the right thing, right? But he's focused on Africa alone. That's the thing. Shaq is... Everywhere. Uh, forget what I just listed. Like How well-rounded that is. Like At-risk youth... Blood donations. Yeah, we got marrow, grief. Also, his charity is... Oh, is, God is, damn it. You ruined it. Akon has reached one million households. Oh, uh, whatever. Wait, but Africans, that's like 70 million Africans. One million households? Yeah, that's a lot of people. They all have like their aunt living with them. But yeah, They all have their aunt there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the uncle. But what's... I tell you, clean your room. Shaq's uh, charity seemed to be as random as his advertising where he advertises for everything and he's helping everybody no but that's what i was getting to is it sounds like people are like hey can you come stop by or can you donate this and he just says yes to everything good yeah he seems to just say yes to everything period which is a great way to go through life it's clearly worked out for him but you know what i think Shaq does too that he probably doesn't advertise or put on instagram like i'm a cool guy i bet you it just drives around neighborhoods and sees anyone playing street ball he does that move where he gets out of the car. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to play with you, kids. I bet you he does that every day. Like uh, Tony Hawk does that? Where, where he, he just skates with kids? No, he, uh, well, he just drives around. He always ha- he has like 40 skateboards in his trunk. So he's just driving around in like his Tesla. And on his YouTube channel, like every other video, is, if he sees somebody skating, he'll pull over and he'll do a kickflip. And he'll give you like three tries. And if you do it, he'll just hand you a deck. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that like stuff like that, but Shaq just does it for like, hey, there's cancer in China, and he's like, I'll be there, no problem. <laughs> oh, can we look this up? What's his um, what are his international endorsements? Because uh, there's like Leonardo DiCaprio does like whiskey in Japan. Sure. Tommy Lee Jones does like breakfast cereal in Korea. Yeah, that used more in the '90s where you, like Brad Pitt would do. So you couldn't do commercials now. It's just fair game. George Clooney's doing espresso commercials, trying to. Well, uh, well, Shaq the new Papa John? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza. Uh, he's, yeah, he's just a fun-loving guy. He's cool. Yeah, I, I actually like. I watch his coverage, like uh, when him and Charles Barkley and those other two guys. I forget who they are at the moment. They don't matter. It's just those two are great together. They're they're and they're roasting each other and they're like making like uh they're like all right let's just play this thing from uh, Charles Barkley's Instagram. Yeah. He's like I hate Shaq. He's a, he's a no-nothing. And then Shaq's sitting next to him. Like, they know they're going to play it in the studio. There's a video of Shaq just eating shit on set. Like, he just tripped over some cords from yeah. a camera. And Barkley is laugh Like, unbelievable <laughs> belly laugh. It's, it's great. Um, see if you can pull this up on YouTube. The um, uh, Shaq jumps into a shark. Okay. <laughs> this is great. I hope this comes up. Well, I didn't know think we we're going to have a... Oh, uh, no, he's actually... Uh, oh, I forget he, sh- yeah, he actually, Shark Week. He actually did, yeah. Oh, uh, never mind. But they were doing the show, and in front of the paddle, it was, it was Shark Week. So he's um, he gets up out of his chair, and he takes like his jacket off, 
and he stands on the edge, of, like in front of the desk, and pretends to dive in because there's like a big CGI shark, like a boat, a shark taking a bite out of a boat. But then before it goes to commercial, uh, they cut to another angle without any of the CGI, and Shaq's just like he just like, curled up on the ground, like because he <laughs> clearly jumped under the green screen. Also, wasn't he a? Isn't he a sheriff in Florida, something like that? Yeah, like yeah. He's like a Jean Claude Van Damme does the same thing. He's an ordained uh, sheriff. Yeah, it's like when you, Elton John gets knighted or something. Well, he's oh Orlando Police Department. I think. Yeah, that's he what would it just is. show up. And be like, I want to go on some calls. Who wouldn't want to go? Like Steven Seagal, lawman. Did you ever watch Seagal? That that's what I mean. Not Jean. Yeah, Jean Claude. Seagal was. I was just. Mix. I was looking forward to Jean Claude sheriff videos. Nope. It's, you went to watching live PD, and then uh, <laughs> Seagal comes up. Hey, I saw you over there driving on fast. You smoking anything tonight? Seagal's no Shaq, obviously. Late era DMX Seagal. Um, yeah, so hats off to Shaq. Hats gonna, off, buddy. Um, I think he's just going to be a regular. Every time I hear new Shaq news or I'm a little dry on the topics, I'm just going to throw in a Shaq story. Like, yeah, hey, think of, there's probably so much more we don't know that he already did. That's what I was saying. Like, I This was uh, late in the game, but this is just a well-rounded. We're running late already. Um, Shaq part yeah. two. Next Thursday, folks. Shaq Tune part. in. Shaq, Kazakhstan. Um, what else? Find some, you know, more stuff in Thailand. I'm going to focus on uh, American Airlines, see what I can dig up on them. Uh, I think that's the episode, folks. Um, make sure you follow at Robot Spencer, at that's Mitchell me. Fill Up, at Mitchell Fill Up, like fill up a cup, um, at Beam Jeremy, right? At Beam Jeremy, Super Producer Jeremy Beam. Don't follow any of the interns. They don't deserve it. They haven't earned their keep. Um, follow at Capital Records Building. They're letting us use their building tonight. We're on the rooftop studio. And um, we appreciate it. Um, anything to add? Follow Hogopod, too. That's oh, the podcast. F- follow at Hogopod. And on any of our Instagrams, just send us things. Talk to us. Topics. We miss you. Hats off, gloves off, uh, critiques, corrections. I'd love to get in an argument with somebody. <laughs> This episode should be louder. We heard that it was running a little soft recently. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, and we ain't soft. Yeah, yeah we're not soft. Better believe we're hard. I eat a bowl of nails for breakfast without any milk. That's a SpongeBob joke from the the racist, violent, gentrifying show of SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, you got to listen to a previous episode to get that joke. Yeah. Love it. Listen. Now you got to go back in the catalog. It's all free, folks. I love you.